up? Hello. Oh, Hi. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Paige. And you're listening to The, the True Sleuths. Sleuths. This is the second half of our Radium Girls episode. Thank you for being patient with us and yes. letting us have off. Well, you don't get to decide when we have off. We do. But for, but I hope for you agree bearing things. with us as we took off. Sorry. <laughs> as we took off for Thanksgiving. Um, I hope you guys got to see some of your family. If your family is good, I hope you got to see them. If they're bad, I hope you stayed far away. Um, and I hope everybody, uh, uh, what is it called? Witness experience, um, is aware of, uh, support for, um, Native American Heritage Day, right? Oh, That's yes. what it's called? Yes, yes, yes. I yeah. think so. Because we hate the pilgrims. We do. And Christopher Columbus. Yeah, Christopher Columbus can go just find himself and murder himself. Uh, yeah, Na- Native <laughs> oh, American Heritage Day. Okay. Well, because, you know, um, he slaughtered people yeah. when he discovered them. Right. Quote, quote, discovered. So he can, yeah, quote, yeah. quote, discover himself. And Okay. Um, he's dead. I don't mean... I don't so, so this the is the second penalty. half of the episode. We're going to continue where we left <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> we do hope you enjoy, enjoy the rest of this episode. Um, and learn a lot from it. Yes. Um, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anything. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you for waiting. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy. 1928. Trial time. It was set for um, January, and it happened. So at the trial, Edna, Grace, and Quinta all gave their testimonies. Um, they described the various conditions, and they did so with confidence. Um, and it seemed like everything was going to be over soon. But then the next court date was set for April 25th because, yeah, let's just delay it four months. Um, when that day came, Catherine, Albina, Quinta, and Grace took the stand and um, uh, also, Dr. Humphreys and Dr. Martland, who had seen all of the girls, also described the progression and what they believed was happening. More and more doctors testified that it had been very well known for a long time that radium was harmful. Then it was time for Von Sahaki to give his testimony. Jeez, could he? <laughs> yes, he could. Okay. Um, so, Barry asked him about the comment he made to Grace about not lip-pointing because it was going to make her sick. And Von Saki was like, mm, I didn't say that. <gasps> what? Is this man also not super radioactive? Yeah, he is. So he said the only reason he told Grace to stop was because it was weird and unsanitary. I mean, yeah, but like... So closing arguments were made. Everyone was ready to just be done with the case. But the hearing was postponed until September. Oh my gosh, they probably died. Um, and... Yeah, it, it was really devastating because no one knew if the girls were going to even be alive then. Um, but throughout the month of May, support poured in from other lawyers and the press and public um, demanding that the date be set sooner. Um, the USRC legal team wanted to settle the case out of court and proposed um, to offer each girl $138,606. This is the weird money that yeah. it, ma- it makes sense when you look at it back then. It's yeah. just weird now. Um, but the girls refused. Yeah, go off. Um, and then Barry proposed a counteroffer of 208000 for each girl, and then an additional $8,316 every year for medical expenses. Mm. The USRC was like, nope. Um, but they did reach a compromise, so the girls got the original offer of $138,606, mm-hmm. but then also got the additional $8,316 every for year. Medical mm-hmm. um, for medical expenses. For as long as they're alive? Yeah. Yeah. But USRC didn't admit they were guilty. Okay. 
So in order to make sure that the girls weren't stealing their money, USRC demanded regular testing to ensure that they were radioactive. And during this testing, it was done by a panel of three doctors, and they were all like, yeah, they're radioactive. Um, USRC faced constant lawsuits from many of the other dial painters. And then in November, Von Sahaki died. Wow. Yeah. Wait, did he, he didn't get any settlement, did he? No, no. I don't think so. So, news hey. of the trial. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. How did, so did he have any, like, symptoms or anything? Like. Yeah, he was radiating, he lost his finger. Right. But, like, anything besides his finger? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Well, I guess he wasn't licking it, so mm-hmm. he's not going to have the jaw Yeah, stuff. but he invented the paint. Right. So, what I'm saying is it's not going to be as localized. Yeah, 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 in, in the mouth. Whereas he's going to be, his whole body is equally. Yeah. Got it. So, he's gone. Um, so, news at the trial reached Ottawa, Illinois, and the dial painters were terrified. Mm. And then, so one day at the studio, the girls were split into two groups and tested for radioactivity. Um, Catherine Wolf wanted to see her medical report, but Radium Dial was like, mm, no. Um, that sounds illegal. Yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, 67 girls were tested. 34 had high le- levels of radioactivity. Mm. But no one told the girls. Instead, Radium Dial put an ad in the paper saying that the testing showed no signs of radioactivity and that the girls were safe. Okay, how are they all <laughs> such, like... How are they so schemy? Business. I... People want those glowing watches, and so we gotta just exploit the girls. Okay. We have glow-in-the-dark stuff now. Is that yeah. poisonous? Well, I don't think so. So, this ad put many of the girls at ease, because they just... I mean, why, yeah, I why, why wouldn't you believe it? But, not the family of Ella Cruz... She died the previous summer, and they were not very happy. Yeah. So, in 1929, um, in February, her case was in court, but no one in Illinois was really paying attention. But the girls who seemed to be healthy were examined regularly. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Throughout the summer, um, Peg Looney was getting much worse. Her teeth and jawbone were falling out. Radium Dial knew that she had tested positive for radioactivity, like for high levels. Right. But... Did not tell her. And so one day she collapsed at work and they made her go to the hospital where the company doctor worked. Because gotta keep in the company. Um, on August 14th, Peg died. Radium Dial wanted to do an autopsy and Peg's family was like, our doctor is gonna be there too. Um, uh, yeah, as they should. But when he showed up at the prearranged time. It had already been done. The autopsy had already been performed mm. and he wasn't able to see the condition of her radium affected bones. And her jawbone had been removed, so he couldn't see it. According to that, the- should be proof right there. Where's her bone? Oh, I don't know. We must have lost it. Um. How do you lose a jawbone? <laughs> According so- to the company doctor, her bones and teeth were normal, and she had died from diphtheria. What is that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Some some disease that's not radium. So back in New Jersey. Quinta was admitted to the hospital, um, and then throughout October, she started to get better. There were plans being made for her to go home, um, but on December 7th, she slipped into a coma and died. Mm. Um, At the same time, Barry won another case, Mm. but this time USRC was like, we're done with you, and made him sign a statement that, like, they would... He can't sue them anymore? Yes. Mm. Um, So that was basically, like, 
the girl's main advocate yeah, was taken away. Yeah. The next year, 1930, in Ottawa, Catherine Wolfe wasn't getting... She wasn't working full-time anymore um, because Good. her condition had gotten worse. She wasn't able to work. Yeah. Um, every time the girls would go to their medical exam, um, she would get up to go with them, but they were like, mm, no, not you. Even though her joints hurt, Catherine never got examined. Some of the girls tried bringing cases against Radium Dial, but none of the lawyers wanted to face the company. Interesting. 13 miles away in LaSalle, Pearl Payne, um, she was one of the first people hired at Radium Dial, but she only worked there for a few months in the early 1920s. But she was experiencing strange pains, and she actually had a tumor removed from her abdomen. Back to New Jersey, um, Catherine Schwab was admitted to the hospital with a sarcoma on her leg. 1931, Catherine's tumor was shrinking. She seemed to be getting better, but she still couldn't really walk that well. Um, Irene Corby Laporte was in the hospital with sarcoma as well, and the doctor concluded that she had radium poisoning. Good. Um, in May, Irene filed a claim for damages against USRC. Irene died on June 16th, but her husband Vincent kept fighting her case. Yeah! Then, radium dial in Illinois. Catherine Wolfe was fired because her limp was making the other workers nervous. Um, 1932, in February, the girls in New Jersey received a letter from USRC saying that they were going to be much more selective about the bills they were paying for because they didn't want to be exploited by the girls. Imagine that. Okay. Um, and then by August, the radium industry in New Jersey had collapsed and USRC destroyed the plant. 1933, um, by February, Catherine's tumor had grown even bigger and she decided to have her leg amputated upon the advice of her doctors. Um, but before that could happen, she died on February 18th at age 30. I find it interesting that radiation, right, is, that's mm-hmm. chemo, right? Right. So I find it interesting that it's used to get rid of tumors, but can also But it also can create them. With all that was going on in New Jersey, Radium Dial in Illinois made sure to assure their workers that they were safe and that they were like, we're going to shut down the plant if there's any problems, so y'all are good. But despite no longer working for Radium Dial, Catherine Wolfe, who had a limp, um, kept in touch with her neighbors, Charlotte Purcell and Marie Rossiter. Um, They had also worked at the plant and they were experiencing similar sort of pain. Mm. Um, Weird. Yeah. Back in New Jersey, Grace had been bedridden at home for months, um, but was admitted to the hospital in September with a growing sarcoma on her leg. Um, Grace died on October 27th from radium sarcoma and industrial poisoning, um, but no one was held accountable. So we're pretty much now going to shift primarily to radium dial in Illinois. Every now and then we'll jump back to New Jersey, but this is now more focused on oh, Illinois. Oh yeah, the plant's been shut down. Yeah. Um, so 1934... Um, In Illinois, Charlotte's left arm was becoming more and more painful, and she noticed swelling in her elbow. Um, In March, Dr. Charles Loeffler saw Catherine Wolfe, and upon taking a sample of her blood, noticed that it was toxic. Mm. Um, So she gathered her friends from the plant, including Charlotte, Helen, Olive, Inez, Marie, Francis, and Marguerite. Um, And every time Dr. Loeffler visited Ottawa, he examined them. By April, the swelling in Charlotte's arm had gotten worse, and she had it amputated. Meanwhile, Dr. Loeffler told Catherine that he had positively determined that she was suffering from radium poisoning. Mm. He then contacted Radium Dial to let them know what he had found, but they were not surprised. Because if you remember, they knew the girls were radioactive when they tested them six years ago. Dang. I didn't make the six-year connection. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the years start flying by, but yeah. Six years they knew the girls were radioactive. Wow. Um, Dr. Loeffler then connected the girls with Jay Cook, a lawyer who was willing to take on their case. In May, the women drafted a letter to Radium Dial, and they also called them to, like, say... They, they called them and read the letter mm-hmm. to them, and then also just mailed the letter. Okay. Um, when a week passed and they hadn't heard anything, the women went directly to Radium Dial to talk to Mr. Reed. They told him, we have radium poisoning. Um, but Reed said there was nothing wrong with them and refused to give them any money. Wow. So, with the help of Jay Cook... Catherine, Charlotte, Marie, and Inez filed a suit for $884,391 each. But unlike in New Jersey, the girls did not have the support of the public, um, who didn't believe them, and had full trust in Radium Dial. However, Pearl Payne connected the dots, and she realized that she had radium poisoning and joined into the lawsuit. Let's go. 1935... In April, the women lost their case on a legal technicality, and Cook had to drop the case for financial reasons, even though, like, they, they had filed two suits, and so they lost the first one. There was a second one pending. Right. But... They couldn't do it. But, um, yeah, Cook dropped. But the girls weren't done, and they called every single lawyer in the phone book. No one wanted to take on their case. So to flip back to New Jersey really quickly, the ruling came back on Irene's case. So Irene died. Irene filed a suit against USRC. She right. died, and, and then her, her husband. husband picked it up. So it's 1935. Her husband had been fighting since 1931, and the case was dismissed due to statute of limitations. Um, so 1936, in Illinois, um, Inez Vallet um, died at age 29 on February 25th. Mary Doty, a reporter with the Chicago Daily Times, approached the girls and reported on their case in a way that finally validated their story. Uh, By December, Radium Dial packed up and left Illinois, whereabouts unknown, uh, which was potentially due to a new company that Joseph Kelly had opened in Ottawa called Luminous Processes. So the girls who worked there still used the radium paint, but this time they had sponges and spatulas and wore aprons. Okay. So, like, a little bit Protective aprons or just aprons? Um... Like, did they have the lead in them? Or the... What goes in a thing? I don't know. Okay. Okay, so 1937. Catherine's health continued to decline, um, and pieces of her jawbone began falling out. Determined not to give up, her husband, Tom, decided to reach out to some of the other women to, like, try and come together again. So Marie, Olive, and Charlotte joined Catherine in the search for another lawyer... Because they still had a case pending. Um, it was in front of the Illinois Industrial Commission um, that Jay Cook gave up on. So they wrote to Clarence Darrow, who was a famous lawyer, uh, or no, lawyer famous, a lawyer famous for um, taking on like really hard cases. Okay. Um, but he was really, really old and did not want to take the case. Um, but he promised to refer the women to someone else. Okay. So in July, uh, the Chicago Daily Times reported that Radium Dial had opened a new plant in New York and was hiring girls to be dial painters. Mr. Yeah. Reed was in charge. He's the one who told the girls they were fine. Mm. Um, so shortly before the hearing was supposed to start, the women traveled to Chicago to meet with the lawyer that they had been referred to. His name was Leonard Grossman. At the hearing, Radium Dial's lawyers claimed that the paint wasn't poisonous, which directly contradicted a previous claim they made that radium was a poison and this is a case that i left out um but basically they said radium was a poison and poisons weren't covered by some sort of law 
and therefore they weren't responsible. Okay. But in this hearing, they said that the paint wasn't poisonous. Okay. So after the hearing, Grossman began working to collect evidence and build the case. Catherine's health was rapidly declining. She was pretty much confined to her home. So, in 1938, the trial began on February 10th. Catherine was extremely weak and needed help getting to and from the stand, but she still gave her testimony. She could barely speak, but told her story and displayed pieces of her broken jawbone um, that she had saved. The doctors who examined Catherine stated that her condition was due to radium poisoning and that it was both permanent and fatal. Um, This was devastating to Catherine, who collapsed, and she was sent home. Um, She was determined to be too ill to return to the courthouse, but she wasn't done fighting, and the trial was set to proceed at her bedside. Nice. So the next day, at Catherine's home, the trial continued. Uh, She demonstrated the lip-pointing technique. Catherine explained um, that she was told to paint the dials that way. Charlotte then gave her testimony um, and said that Mr. Reed denied the existence of radium poisoning and told the girls that radium was good for them. Charlotte then explained that radium was the reason she lost her arm. And each of the women followed saying the same things about lip pointing, how they were told it was safe. And they're just all saying the same thing. Uh Um, So that's February. So then on April 5th, Grossman abruptly got a call saying that the verdict was in. It wasn't supposed to come in for another week or so. Um, And so there wasn't time to get Catherine to Chicago. Mm. But the women who were living in Chicago were able to go to the courthouse where the judge found Radium Dial guilty of Catherine's condition and she was awarded $95,160. Nice. This meant that Radium Dial was guilty of killing Peg Looney, Ella Cruz, Inez Vela, and so many more. Officially. Yes. However, two weeks later, Radium Dial appealed the decision because why not? Um, Catherine wasn't getting any better, and she was rushed to the hospital. In June, the day before the appeal hearing, Catherine was able to leave the hospital um, and go back home, but she couldn't go to the hearing. Mm. At the hearing, Radium Dial claimed, The girls were lying! And both of the Reeds testified, saying they never told the girls that Radium was harmless. However, these were blatant lies. Mm. Especially because Radium Dial had put multiple ads in the paper saying that radium was harmless as mentioned earlier like they like when the girls were like oh my gosh like we're so scared they put ads in the paper saying radium so like i don't know at that point like earlier in the other trial when von sahaki was like i didn't say that this is what i actually said everything was behind closed doors that's like okay you can't say that we never told them it was harmless and then Look, I've got the physical evidence right here saying that you did. Yeah. On July 6th, Radium Dial's appeal was thrown out and Catherine was granted an additional $12,271 for her troubles. Nice. However, because they could, Radium Dial appealed the decision again. Mm. Um, Catherine died on July 27th and she weighed only 60 pounds when she died. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, her death was noted as being related to her occupation. Um, which was the first of all the radium girls to be noted that way. Wow. So the court once again dismissed Radium Dial's appeal, but Radium Dial wouldn't quit and appeal the decision all the way up to the Supreme Court. Wow. Um, so 1939, back in Orange, on March 30th, and the Hussman died. Finally, on October 23rd, the Supreme Court upheld the decisions of the lower courts. And there was a quote that stood out to me that just shows how obnoxious this process was. 
Um, so Catherine Wolfe Donahue had won her case. She won it eight times in total. Wow. Just shows it, how it's just, right she was. Yeah. And literally every single court agreed. Wow. But the process just had to be drawn out. Um, so this is sort of where the story starts to trail off. Um, many of the girls kept fighting their cases, but there wasn't a lot of money left at Radium Dial um, to give them because they were given, they already gave out all their money. Yeah. Um, so in the years that followed, uh, the women who were still alive gave consent to be tested by the Center for Human Radiobiology, um, particularly in the wake of World War II and the creation of nuclear weapons to like see what the um, impact of radium exposure was. Um, and there, there's like a whole section in the book talking about um, all like the tests that they did on the women and all sorts of stuff that I did not include. Um, and their case also led to the formation of the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Good. So, um, a couple more people, um, that lived longer. Um, so Albina died on November 8th, 1946, at age 51. Pearl Payne lived to be 98, and Charlotte lived to be 82. Um, so some of them lived longer lives, I mean... Who knows how much pain they were in, but I know, like, there was a section that talked about how Pearl and her husband, like, traveled all over the world. Wow. Um, so, no, it's not all terrible. Um, and then there is one more year that had some notable events, and that's 1978. Okay. So not that long ago. No. Compared to the hundred years that we were talking about earlier. So 1978, in Illinois, Peg Looney's body was exhumed upon request from her family. Um, so she's the one who had the autopsy that the doctor... Lied about. Yeah. Got it. Well, the doctor, like, showed up at the time, but it was already done. And the By bone... the other doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and researchers found high levels of radioactivity, which showed that radium dial straight up lied when they said she was normal. Okay. So. The fact that, what, 40 years later? Yeah. More? Yeah. They could... There was still radiation... Well, radiation, like, it doesn't really go away. Like, it, I know. it just, so. Ugh. Um, so, Luminous Processes, um, which was the dial painting company formed in 1936, yeah. was still operating, and but was destroyed in February 1978. Okay, did any of their people die or get poisoning? Um, so... The company barely gave any money to the workers, over half of whom had died, yeah. and the remaining workers had high rates of cancer. So. Once again, <laughs> it's used to get rid of cancer, but yeah. also causes. Yeah. September 2nd, 2011. Um, this is a good thing. <laughs> it's like, um, a new radium plant opened. No, no. <laughs> um, a statue was put up in Ottawa, Illinois, dedicated to all of the dial painters across the U.S. I would like to see that someday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, um, the money for it was raised by a student who, like, learned about the case, and they were like, why is there no statue? And mm-hmm. so she could work together with the community to raise money and put up the statue. That's, it's... These ladies are were great grandparent age, like mm-hmm. that's crazy. So there is a paragraph towards the end of the book um, that I wanted to share as kind of like a final point, and like it really like not resonates, but I, I guess resonates. It like drives home how Wraps it big of a deal this is. Um, so it is impossible to say how many dial painters were killed by their work. So many were misdiagnosed or never traced that the records simply do not exist. 
Sometimes the cancer that former workers suffered later in life was never attributed to the job they did in their teens, though it came as a direct result. And the deaths, too, were only one part of it. How many women were crippled or suffering the or suffered the unique pain of childlessness as a result of their poisoning is also unknown. Yeah. So, like, there, I told as many stories as I could, but, like, there's only so much that is known, and how, like, how many of them were not attributed to radium. How and, many didn't speak up or have the money to go and, to a doctor? And how many just didn't know? Like, yeah, like, and, oh. and I think the other, the last part, too, like, it's not just people who died from it, it's people who, like, whose lives were changed um like um the one woman charlotte like she lost her arm yeah and like there was a part that talked about like how she was concerned with being she was a mother she had two kids and like how she was struggling with being a mother just because she only had one arm to take care of her kids um and like it it just it's crazy to think like because so it was a hundred years ago which is like a lot but also not Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, when we saw the show, I was expecting it to be, like, 1800s, I guess, or mm-hmm. something. Or, like, I don't know, farther away in our past. Just because now it is so known that radium, it like, radium radiation, like, all of that is very, very toxic. And, yeah. like, lasts forever. And, like, all of these things have happened since then. And, like... Like I said, it's x-rays, um, you have to wear, like, the heavy mm-hmm. vests to get a, a, a picture taken. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they were licking it for... They were ingesting it every single day of their lives. Yeah. And as, like, not that they were, like, just drinking it, but, like, it, they were trying to get as much money as they could. They were paid per dial, so yeah. they're just, like, eating it as much as they need to, and... Using, drawing on them for fun, on themselves for fun, and, like, just the fact that the company encouraged them to do it. Yeah. And they knew, like, I think, um, it was known from, like, 1901 that radium had harmful effects, and just the fact that, like, no one bothered to share that with the girls, and just led them to believe that everything was well, fine. Well, straight up hit it. Yeah. It, it's not like they were just, like, ignoring it. Like, they straight up well, just and, and worked to hide it. Yeah, and, like, when they had medical tests done on them, like, that showed they were radioactive, just not telling them and just continuing to hide that information and, like, taking steps to make sure it didn't get out into the public. And, like, that's why the the drinker report, like, they worked so hard to hide that from the public and then finally, like, there was just so much pressure and, like, it got to the point where, like, the company didn't even release it. The drinkers themselves released it. Because they they, they were like, if you're not going to do it, we are. Good. And they did. But, like... I believe. Yeah. It it also makes you think, like, what stuff now does everybody think is okay, but is actually, Mm -hmm. like, super harmful? And it's going to, like, impact in the future. And it's just because, like, it it comes from not knowing. Mm -hmm. So, like, some of the stuff that happened is, like, sad, very tragic, but it wasn't... It wasn't like malicious. Yeah. But some of it was. Some of it was. But I mean, like, it's just crazy to, to not like know what is happening now that is killing or greatly affecting people's lives that we just don't even see. Also, 
why are women treated so terribly? <laughs> it, like, I know. It's so, like, infuriating. I... And that, and, like, sorry, but, like, every single time that, like, when I was reading, like, that a case was, um, dismissed or, like, it got appealed or whatever, like, it just, it just made me so frustrated and I was, like, seriously, like, again? It was probably their hormones, you know? Nah, yeah. Yeah. Just period Stupid hormonal women. Yeah. Ugh, they don't know anything. For those listening, today as we're recording this is election day. It is indeed. I hope y'all voted. If you are eligible to vote. Yes. Um, I voted. I did Mail-in ballot. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I wish I had done that, but also I was like, that would probably stress me out more because making, figuring out, I, voting stresses me, but, but this year I was like, I, I did, um, I was talking to people and trying to figure out who it was that I wanted to vote for because figuring out who to vote for is what stresses me out the most. But, um, it's just like, we're still dealing with this. I know. It's been a hundred years and like. Women are still treated like property and have no autonomy. So, anyways, um, with that said, um, so, like, what I was able to fit into this slash these episodes yeah. um, is definitely not the whole story. There is so much more that I left out. So, like, if you're interested in the legal side of things, more of the medical, like, all of that is in the book. I just was trying to really make this Break simple. It. Digestible. Um, yeah, and so, once again, the, the book is called The Radium Girls, the story, the dark story of America's shining women. It is by Kate Moore. Um, if you don't want the full book or don't want to buy it, I understand. Um, there's also a website that she created um, based on the book that has a lot of key information. It has little biographies um, for all the girls that are mentioned, which I thought was really cool because that's another thing in the book. Like, it it tells the stories of when they got married, who they got married to, like, all of that, like, their yeah. personal lives. And I wanted to include all of that because I think that is really important to know and, like, to humanize them. Yeah. But it was not central to the case. So I think that, like... To see all of that part of them, I think, is really awesome. And it has pictures of all of them, too. Well, and the fact that, like, you had to weed out for the podcast, she probably also had to weed out for the book, so there's probably yeah, so much more. Yeah, she cut 60,000 words from... It's just, like... Yeah. And the thing is, also, that this isn't the only instance of something similar to this, where mm-hmm. people are, like, were, were hurt and harmed by their work, and then it was, like, hidden. Like, I did say with the matches, but I know... Aside from that, which that I think was in England, I imagine there is so many more. I uh, yeah, I'm sure there's. I mean, so much more exploitation and like, it, yeah. The um, with the shoots, the you know, a loom. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> there was gotcha. like. Didn't people get, like, caught in looms yeah, or, like... Yeah. Well, and that's part of, like, um... The impaled one th- by the yeah. boat. One thing that did get established was OSHA, the Occupational Safety mm-hmm. Health Administration, I think. Um, and, but, like, also, that only covers so much. I mean, like, how much of labor is done under the table and doesn't... Yeah. Isn't complying by those standards. And also, like, if something isn't complying by those standards, if no one reports it... No one's yeah. going to find out, and, like, it's not going to get investigated. 
Um, and yeah. as this story shows, it has to hit the right people with mm-hmm. decent moral compass. And it can get investigated and by someone like Dr. Flynn, who is not a medical doctor. And, well, he has his own other problems. But, like, it can be investigated by people who just choose to not see the problem. And so they investigated, but, like, it didn't... Not really. There was a YouTube video that I was watching recently where somebody was pretending to be a contractor. Like, the video wasn't the the person who was pretending, Mm -hmm. but the person who was scammed by this person who, like, advertised themselves as a contractor, but wasn't, like, officially affiliated in any way, shape, or form, and so, like, was uh, applying for permits or something along those lines under the homeowner's name made with a fake email address that was like their name and then like a bunch of numbers or something Mm. like that and it's just like there's that and then you hear about like working in retail all the scams as far as like old people just being tricked into giving all their money it's just there's so you think of this stuff as like in the past or at least i do like i'm like oh that was so long ago it was easier back then but like it still happens it's it's, and now it's just done differently because of technology yeah which makes it easier in a way. Easier, but, like, you can't do it in one way, but you still, people find mm-hmm. another way to do it. And it's just, like, sad. Um, so there's one more website that I found that was actually linked on um, the website by the author. I'm not going to read the URL. You can find it in the show notes. Um, but it has a whole bunch of newspaper clippings um, from the radium dial case, and it was actually compiled by the son of Leonard Grossman, who was the lawyer representing the girls. And so I went through and I, like, pulled... We might put these on the Instagram. Um, okay. But I pulled some pictures Ooh. from them. So, like, here, this is um, Catherine. This is, like, during the trial, and so she had to, like, Jeez, be carried. Wow. So the... I don't know if this is TMI, but the women who, like, lost pieces of their jaw, did it, like, cave in, or did they get something put in? I don't know. I would, Mm. yeah. Here, these are, um, the five girls. Oh, no, you can see their, like, Mm. I think it did. Or maybe that's how they were blush. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Here's her, this is her demonstrating the lip pointing mm. um, and then here's like all the women around her bedside I, I just like just look at her arm like compared to like yeah other women's arms here's the statue oh cool yeah the, the only reason like I was saying about like the jaw is cause then that's like another like it's they don't just have to deal with it inward but then I if there's like a a visual physical like thing that people mm. are seeing like of course like of course amputation like that's visual but the, all the aches and pains and stuff that they're feeling then if you also have like this visual like face like caving i guess deformity is the way to say it but like like i don't know i just because then that that's another thing because now you have to deal with people seeing either it's good because then when you're in your trials and everything and trying to make points, then, like, maybe physically mm-hmm. you can... The physical it. evidence is definitely there, but, like... But then you have to live your life every time you them. look in your mirror. I don't know. And, like, it it made it hard for them to talk. It made it hard for them to eat. Like, just yeah. everything in life is so much harder, so... So what are the, what are the symptoms of, uh... Radiation. 
poisoning? Well, um, I did don't know. I, I did not look them up. Okay. Um, but I mean, based on, like, what, um, was happening in the episode, like, just soreness, um, tumors, uh, like, bone problems. So, like, radium, um, goes to your bones and, like, starts destroying your bones, and so that's, like, where a lot of the problems were, um... Uh, limping. I don't know if that's like I'm. Please do not take my word for this. That I am literally just saying what I remember from the book. This might not be accurate, but um, like uh, a lot of them were limping and like because their bones were getting destroyed or like their spines um were getting destroyed and so like they had to wear back braces mm-hmm. to like keep them upright. So what I've got as the brief thing that pops up on Google from um cdc.gov oh reliable website acute radiation syndrome symptoms of ars these symptoms include loss of appetite fatigue fever nausea vomiting diarrhea and possibly even seizures and a coma um serious this serious ill stage may last from a few hours to several months Uh, people who receive a high radiation dose can also have skin damage and that's assuming that you've only been exposed, like, mm. once, right? Um, and, th- and that's, like, external um, ra- radiation, like, internal radiation. Like, it's different. These girls had it, like, inside them. And I switched back and forth between saying girls and women, and I realized I probably should say, have said women more often because they really were women for most of it. Uh, swelling, itching, and redness of the skin, like a bad sunburn, or maybe more severe, include blisters and ulcers. Um, one thing I will say that there is no cure um, for radiation poisoning. Um, so, but I know there are like things that can be done to help. So yes, seek medical help immediately. Yeah, this this one's just saying that like. It's pretty much just, like, treating it, but mm-hmm. nothing says, like... Yeah, there are things that may done to treat, but nothing to cure. And pretty much it's just treating the the symptoms. Yeah. But then there's also cutaneous, cutaneous radiation injury, CRI, happens when exposed to a large dose of radiation causing injury to the skin. A doctor will suspect the presence of a CRI when a skin burn develops in a person who was not exposed sources but like also like that's like radiation poisoning not like straight up radium Radium. yeah um okay thank you for listening to these two episodes very much um hopefully they were interesting it was definitely um interesting for me to learn about and share and I think it's a really important story that you should share with your friends and family and other people um, because I had never, before like seeing the show, I had never um, heard of the Radium Girls before. Yeah. Please don't let this story get forgotten just because like it's not really something that I think is taught that much. Um, but yeah. it's very important. It led to a lot of breakthroughs. There's and, so much that schools and, don't teach about. Yeah. So keep teaching and, yourself. Like, it just shows how powerful these women were yeah. at a time when women are powerless. Um, they came together and fought today. for... Yeah, and, like, they didn't give up. They, like, continually faced um, backlash from their companies, from lawyers who dropped their cases, um, but they just kept trying and found new lawyers and wouldn't settle. Which? Until they were ready. 
I hope that if similar things or whatever, if, if people are experiencing things where they're like actively be the evidence is being hidden against them and, and stuff similar to what we talked about today, I hope that people are able to stand up and, and speak for themselves and have mm -hmm. the, the strength and bravery that these women have because it makes you think what other cases were happening or, or didn't happen because people weren't were, were too to afraid up. to, yeah. So, um, please make sure to check out our Instagram. Um, there will be some pictures from the newspaper clippings. Yeah. Um, it's at the true sleuths. Mm -hmm. Um, you can DM us if you have any more questions, um, about anything. Yeah. You can also get in contact with us through our email, which is the truth sleuths pod at gmail.com. I would love to share more about the story or if there's more things, you know, that you want to share or another story that you want us to tell. We are yeah. definitely open to doing this format more. Mm -hmm. Right. Abs yes. Okay. 100%. I enjoyed this. <laughs> I'm not going to speak for both of us. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, I no, I, I mean, I, I thoroughly it. enjoyed it. I mean, it like, I got a little nervous, um, after like the first hour that I worked on it because I was like, man, I'm not going to get through this book. It's going to be so boring. But, like, literally um, on Sunday, I sat down for three hours and just put on some music and just banged it out. And, like, yeah. it was enjoyable for me, too. Yeah. Um, I like learning about about things, uh, about, like, history and stuff that isn't told all the yeah. time. So, I really enjoyed. Um, also, check out our Facebook. Yeah, and our YouTube. Yeah. Both of them are the True Sleuths. Yeah, um, some cool stuff in there. Yep. <laughs> Not very convincing, um, but you yeah, should check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you'll hear us next week. Yep. Bye. Wait. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You'll hear us next yeah, week. Yeah, you'll hear us next week.